Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Food News and Chews Radio. Thanks for joining us. Uh, listen, the gang's all here. Chef Jeremy, Sylvia, Norma, me. We're going to talk about food for the next hour. We're also going to talk to, this is cool, uh, someone who did what a lot of people want to do. Uh, a travel writer. Yeah. A guy who... He jumped out of regular life. Yeah. He left corporate America and he went to, to Thailand. Yeah, and he's living the dream. Living the dream, writing about. I mean, I don't think he's making much money, but that, hey, you know, sometimes you make sacrifices. When the right? world's your office, to do talk you about working remote, though. Yeah, that's how you <coughs> yeah, figure it yeah. out. But, hey, guess what? Talk about a worldly event, Mardi Gras. Yeah, it's in another world from us, but it's a cool Mardi Gras because it's coming this uh, Tuesday. Fat Tuesday, mm-hmm. and it's really made a comeback, I guess, this year for the first time in what seems like a million years. You talk about a, a like a celebration that brings people together. That Mardi yeah. Gras does it, and and we yeah. haven't been yeah. able to really well, our do travel, that. Yeah, travel writer. I'm anxious to talk to him about you know the if you're a travel writer and you travel the world. What did you do for the last three years, you know? Mm-hmm. But Mardi Gras, so what's what's happening, guys? I It snuck up on me. I don't know about y'all. It really snuck up on me because, um, funny enough, I have a pasta dinner that night because I didn't know it was I Mardi know. Gras. So I know we wrote an Italian menu, but you know what? But it'll Why be not? a Fat Tuesday for it's all that pasta. Yeah, that'll you know, be I, think, all that. I think Mardi Gras is more of a sense of... It's a it's a spirit more than it is. A it thing. really is. You can have Mardi Gras any day any day of the week if you want. So what what is the th- thing that you have to eat? You know from that that whole genre Gotta on Mardi Gras. Ja- That's yours, muffler, your jambalaya. Yeah, I don't even hardly know why I'm saying that, but it's what everybody says. Right. What's jambalaya? What is it? Uh, it's basically a, a, a rice dish, a savory rice dish, which includes shellfish, typically shrimp, sausage, mm-hmm. chicken, the trinity, the holy trinity, which is celery, carrots, oh, okay. bell pepper. I mean, okay. celery, onions, okay. and bell pepper. Um, and then you kind of and you have king the, cake, of course. King cake is is the is a weird cake. Yeah, it's got the little baby king, in it. King cake is it is a weird cake in that it's almost more of a Danish than a cake. I don't know exactly in what way. Because well, I, it's it's so king cake. Is not like a cake in that you know you pour batter in and you know mm-hmm. cut slices out of it. Have you ever had a king cake? Is that it, it, texturally? It's a cross between, to me at least, like a like a Danish, a sweet bread. And Does it uh, have a cream associated with it or anything? like no, that? No, it really is, is a icing. Just an icing, right? Yeah. It's almost like a cross between like a uh, when you make a king cake, don't you use like a um, the kind of dough you would use if you're making uh, like a challah. Yeah, right. Like a, like an enriched bread dough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a yeast dough. Yeah, it's a yeast dough. Right. It's yeast not. Dough. Yeah, oh, it's a oh. yeast dough. Have so you ever made one, chef? Uh, no, you know, I don't think I particularly made a, an actual king cake, but I've I've made the doughs that would make up a king cake. You know, but I've never like made say, hey, this is a king cake and iced mm-hmm. it. And Which they use the colored icing for all the symbols, symbolic colors, right? The green and the purple and then yeah. Gold. yeah. The dough is more similar to like a. Um, to a, a sweet bun, like a sweet bun or sticky bun or mm. a cinnamon roll, oh. than it is a cake. Oh, yeah. 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 So do it's you more get one? Do you do you do no, one? Oh no! I gotta say, I don't. Uh, no, I don't. I, I probably should. I know. Every time I've had one, I should, like it, but, but I never think to get king cake. I noticed they had them at Whole Foods, and I'm like, huh? Oh yeah, it's Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always remember Fred. Yeah, at, so uh, donut days. That's kind of I'm with you, Sylvia. Like whenever it comes to anybody even asks me about king cakes, I just say just go to donut days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I remember we got one one year. They kind of have that down. Uh-huh. Well, what's your favorite New Orleans treat? I go back and um, I, I think I'm kind of a Creole man, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the etouffee, oh, etouffee, shrimp Creole, gumbo, 
kind of realm. What's the difference between gumbo, etouffee, and jambalaya? Well, that, that's a whole show right there. But we yeah. can, you know, we, we have talked about Cajun and Creole before. Like mm-hmm. one's kind of the big city, you know, French mm-hmm. Quarter, and mm-hmm. the one that's kind of the rural, you know, um, what do you want to call outside of town culture that, you know, is a mm-hmm. little little less money put into the food so to speak um and that's where you kind of get in the the creole foods that's the kind of the peasant or you know working class food and i guess when it boils down i I see a lot of the same flavors techniques and recipes but the one common denominator is creole is going to have tomato oh and cajun doesn't use tomatoes Interesting. Oh, okay. But beyond that, it's really the same flavors and profiles and cooking techniques, maybe some fancier uh-huh. ingredients. And, and, and that, there's a debate about, you know, like things like jambalaya. Do you put tomato in your jambalaya? Some people do, some people don't. Right. You know, and, and you're, and you're um, you know, etouffee is more of almost like a gravy. Yeah, that's with a velouté. With food, in, with meat. But it's a lot of seafood. Most of it is sure. seafood based. Yeah, right? so, you know, um, etouffee would be where we would use a, a roux. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have the mm-hmm. butter and flour in a pan. You could go different degrees of darkness. In fact, what you hear, like you say, black water gumbo or dark gumbo and mm-hmm. brown roux, it's from the long cooking process of the roux. And it gives that gumbo a rich flavor. Mm-hmm. So gumbo and etouffee are very similar, except for what right. you put into that soup base or velouté base. Yeah. Whereas jambalaya is more like a, a pilaf or a perlu. It's a stock that's infused with all those vegetables and seafood and meats that soak into rice and it's more of a dry dish like a like okay. a sh- um like what do you want to see red well, beans and rice feel right ver- oh, versus more of a shrimp and grits feel. think about it like yeah. this like you would eat jambalaya on its own but you would take etouffee and put it over rice oh, you would okay. spoon it you know you would have a white yeah, rice as your sure. base and you would spoon it on top of yeah. it and if you're like me and twitch you yeah. take your jambalaya yes, and you put do. the etouffee on that, if so you, you go, just get both. If oh, you yeah. if you go to uh, to uh, Bourbon and Toulouse, oh, and, yeah, and you ask very nicely, they will they will use your uh, your jumbo. You'll pay a little extra, but they'll use your jambalaya as the base instead of the white rice, and it's amazing. Oh, that's gosh. yeah, that's like a fat kid treat for me. Uh, yeah. Fat kid, yeah. I'll pay. <laughs> I'll pay double. I'll pay double. It's <laughs> totally worth. I will say, I've had I've had. I like jambalaya more than gumbo, uh-huh. and I've had jambalaya in New Orleans, and I think Bourbon Toulouse's jambalaya, I think, is the best I've ever had. Really? Mm-hmm. I really do. Well, they're about to open a second location, too. Good for them. Oh, yeah, good I really them. like that kind of food, especially in this time of year. Yeah. yeah. It really does yeah. hit, hit well, a, a lot of spots. For I'm me. sure we'll have a lot all over town uh, that people. So, chefs at reinventing Mardi Gras, though, in Fat Tuesday with pastas. <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, you know, and it's sold out, right? No, you, <laughs> yeah, luckily enough, I mean, you know, I, I really kind of bit our tongue, and we didn't notice even for several days. That we put out a an it Italian menu so on. We didn't. It just didn't. But that, what is it? The concept is there's like 43 regions. So there's 20 regions in Italy. Okay. And you know, I we we have this pasta machine. We've talked about it on the show a lot. We're having a lot of fun, and the guys just you know let's do this in in the pursuit of real italian cuisine not the stuff we're used to around here not the italian american you know chicken Mm -hmm. parmesan but to look at some some really um iconic pastas from italian villages and regions and that's what we've done we've we've wrote a menu from four regions for the first dinner and we of course have 16 more regions to go so you're going to see these there's just subtle differences in the tomato sauce or um well what makes differences in 20 regions uh there there's so many uh, like for instance 
one of the regions we're working with, Lombardy, has a lot of chestnut flour oh. versus um, versus wheat flour. So mm-hmm. the pasta is made oh. with chestnut flour. So that's an, uh, like a, a base difference in the actual <coughs> pasta. Each region is going to have all the different styles of sauces, mm-hmm. whether it's an olive oil and wine-based sauce or a tomato base or a cream base or, you know, just spices, right? Yeah. Well, also, but but they, they have, you know, some unique... Mm-hmm. little takes on it in each place but well, I, I don't think i'm really going to be making 20 different tomato sauces it's gonna it probably i don't know how it's gonna go because we're, we're picking them kind of at each dinner and my balance is I, if i'm gonna have the 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 um lasagna bastarde which has got the chestnut flour and more like a cheese and olive mm-hmm, oil on it mm-hmm. then somewhere in that menu i probably want to have a tomato based pasta as well and one that's cream based and one that's olive oil based yeah. so we're right. you have a, a at each dinner you get a full experience mm-hmm. and you're not having two tomato sauces oh. and also what, what makes italy what differentiates the 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 um, parts of italy a couple things uh, which fat they use you know depending oh. on where you are in italy you'll either use olive oil if you're in the south as you get more north you see more lard and then when you get really more north you see more butter so close to france right close to <laughs> more, yeah yeah and close to switch close to True. i believe it's switzerland maybe but it, it, you the, the fat changes but also the like you said the flour changes the fat changes and that kind gotcha. of is what determines what goes in, into or onto the pasta yeah and so you know your your southern italian you're gonna have lighter thinner noodles yeah and then more seafood are they always meat based are they always uh, some of them are no. just no a lot of them are, a lot of them are vegetarian a lot of them are yeah. just pasta and a few spices with olive oil like that's one thing yeah. that w- i think americans are one thing that i'd like to duly note is the biggest difference between italian mm-hmm. village real authentic cuisine and what we have here is uh, the pasta is a course the noodle itself is yes. celebrated, and it's maybe has one to two to three other ingredients. It's not, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, I think red sauce and noodles. That's yeah, right. This, and around yeah. here we want okay, yeah. fettuccine with arabatia yeah, sauce, with black sauce, olives, right. feta cheese, spinach, mushrooms, right. peppers. That, that's me. None of that. You know, I love it too. That's nothing wrong with it. Also, keep in mind, in Italy, you would never have spaghetti and meatballs. You would have meatballs as a course. You would so when you eat a full a real Italian meal, you eat a lot of very small courses. So your pasta is one course, and then your meat is a different course. Oh, so you would never eat those things together. You usually would start with a yeah. with a seafood, and then move into a pasta, and then end with a meat. And, a and meat. that that would be How fascinating. The, uh, How often are you going to do these? So um, we're, we're, we're kind of peeking at the calendar. Uh, we, we have the pasta dinner followed by the St. Patrick's Day dinner followed by bourbon and bets. Mm-hmm. So we're yeah, probably, it's going to be probably one a quarter. Oh, so it, it might take it. two or three years to get through this series. I know, but yeah. it just makes me feel so good to hear all these things coming because I'm yeah. so sick of the winter. Right, because Ugh. we need stuff to do. And oh, we're crazed. Mm-hmm. We're crazed. And uh, pasta seems like a good thing to eat, for I, me at least in the winter. Let me, I love let me it. put in a plug for Pep and Dolores which is an Italian restaurant in Cincinnati. Mm. That was where we celebrated David's 38th birthday, my son's 38. And Pep and Dolores, and that was the best Italian food I've ever had, but I mean, you know, I'm no aficionado. Well, it just it's all was right. If it's good, it's good. It was so good. Well, I'll be anyway, checking that out. Yeah, Put that on my list. <laughs> Can we? That's Pep time. and Dolores. It was very good. So, hey, uh, we were going to try to get Jim Sawyer yeah. on the show because yeah. uh, he's opening up in a new location, his Perfect. very famed 
um, I forget what he actually calls it. So we just know it as Sawyer's, right? Sawyer yeah, means that's where you grab festival. burgers before yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or red so, lunch. Anyway, I put Bernie know. on this. Bernie was doing some surveillance work yeah. as a special projects guy, Norma. Yes. Uh, Bernie was a special projects guy on this one. So he surveilled and staked out. Jim Sawyer uh-huh. and found him, and he said he can't get his hood. Yeah, Chef. Right, hood fan. Is that a big problem generally, or he says a couple of months before? But he wants to be that's on the show. But no he says, "Fun." Um, okay, so number one, that's your biggest expense when you open a restaurant is going to be your kitchen hood fan. Yeah. You know, roughly. 12, nine, 12, nine feet could be anywhere in 20 to $30,000, right? But the problem he's having is, and I've, I've checked it out myself because I wanted to put some stainless steel up mm-hmm. in the kitchen for easier cleaning on certain walls. Right. But these have to be up to code. They have to be made out of this material, the stainless steel, and you can't get stainless steel. Really, that's the shortage. <laughs> and, that's the and, shortage. and things are only going to get worse for the you know with all the strife oh, going on happening. in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because so, doesn't a lot of our stainless steel come out of China? I don't know the answer to that. Um, Fascinating. I imagine well, everything does. Yeah. Comes out well, of China. that along with cream cheese, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know what's going on with cream cheese. That's just. Is it still me. hard to get? Uh, hey. I think our wholesalers got a shipment in yesterday. You got a cream but cheese, but that guy. was a after a two to three week non cream yeah. cheese period. Well, I've got some in my refrigerator. How much are you willing to pay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, so we have these things called lobster crepes. They're a big deal at his oh, It's our yeah. number one seller and has been since mm-hmm. since it well, began. Yeah, oh. since and you we can't started change re- them. You can't change that recipe. Well, no. how, cr- cream cheese. Did you literally? There's run different out? brands of cream cheese, mm-hmm. but there's no other cream cheese. Like there's no substitute for that. right. Yeah. You can't mix two things together. So, and get, so right. So did can't. you have to halt production of lobster no, crepes? No, we actually robbed another um, place. <laughs> I'm not joking, really. They didn't know about it. We borrowed a case, and then we've we've returned it. Yeah, but, sure. Yeah. Here's what I I don't know. I don't know, I don't know where you get your cream cheese at, but here's what I would say. It's it's not very perishable, so they have a lot, and we had a little. Now so, they have what they. Yeah. I would recommend, you know, miss it. in politics, they say follow the money. Yeah. If you're looking for cream cheese, follow the bagels. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I would True. go where the bagels Raid are. Raid the bagel shop. Yeah, because yeah. where the bagels are is where the cream or, cheese is. Usually a real bagel shop up in Brooklyn yeah. has got a stockpile. Hey, yeah. order a bagel and say, oh, no, I, I need extra cream extra cheese. Right. <laughs> Give me, right. like, 10 little cups of cream cheese. Right. I really I, want it. I imagine that, you know, we know some bagel guys in this town. Maybe they maybe they got a cream cheese. <laughs> So it got down to the point where I was five minutes away from ordering the little individually whipped cups. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And having to individually open them. How many of those would you have needed? Dude. Yeah. Right? I don't know. It could have been like the perfect crepe portion, though. It could have been like that. Put a little piece of lobster on it and fold it up. Well, you're in trouble if you ever run out of lobster, if that gets to be a shortage. It's not not something I want to run out of. Our french fries and crepes, I do my best. And oysters, not to run out of. And those have been the hardest things. You had a trouble with your french fries a while back. I'm still having terrible troubles with french fries. And it's our particular one. Those are so good. Those little tiny, thin ones. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about you. You can't just up and decide one day, oh, I can't get these fries. I'll just switch to these. Because people come expecting a certain thing. You can't just change the recipe of your your crepes. You've been good about warning people. People uh, people come there expecting it. If they don't get it, they're not going to be happy. Most most people say, I want them anyway because it has this truffle stuff. Yeah, yeah. We still make them good. But those little dainty ones come from a very large special potato that's, I guess, I guess they're 
just oh they're so not, good they do you have them now or are you out i do uh, it's but it i used to get them from three different suppliers and now it's down to to one supplier okay. so and they deliver twice a week to us um there was a period where they didn't have them but now we're i think we're okay it's just okay. The, um, sounds good but i mean it, it's it could be everybody. touch and go after a really busy weekend because mm-hmm. the truck doesn't come till tuesday you know what i mean oh oh so but if we want french fries we got or i'd say i'd say by tuesday at 11 a.m you're going to be guaranteed french fries and then by around saturday when we open I, it's fair game I don't well know i'll tell you i'm sitting left. on a, a pile of wings right now because for super bowl my wife went to the grocery store and there was one extra extra large pack of chicken wings and she's and like that's all yeah and it's all they had oh. in, in the whole store um, so so you're so, eating chicken wings. oh so i bought them and i iqf them i in, individually quick froze them in my in my fridge yeah. and they're all individually so i'm like if i just want a couple chicken wings i can just go in and grab a couple i do and, a lot of that so that yeah. i can just pick out you yeah, because you don't waste as much food. certain things. There's just not you when you go to the store, it doesn't matter what store you go to or where you uh-huh. go. You don't have the selection you had two years ago. No, that's right. You, you gotta just grab don't. what you can. Right. And I mean, I'm, this whole mess of the world right now. Yeah, I mean, we, we could start seeing shortages, even bigger ones than we're experiencing right now. We've never experienced before. So uh, I believe that um, the, the purveyors and wholesalers that I'm talking to say that May and June are going to be very bad. Very really? bad. Well, is liquor the? It's all in the same category, like wines and stuff. Are you having trouble? Bourbons? They have trouble getting bottles to put the booze in. Yes. They have the booze. They yeah. don't have the That's bottles, right. and That's then they right. don't have anybody to pick gotcha. the bottles up and get them in. Gotcha. Because right. the bottles come from China. The the bottles come here from China, so it's not. So we have all this. So I, I I'm predicting what's going to happen is in a few years we're going to be sitting on a lot of extra aged bourbon that was <laughs> meant to go into bo- bottles. You know in the 2020s and they're going to go well we got all this extra now it's aged 12 years instead of 10 and in three to four years we're gonna have some really really good bourbon all right well because there's something to look forward to to. now there's something to look forward i can take it right now i don't mind going straight to the distillery with like a a milk jug and saying just put it in this i mean i don't care about a fancy bottle cool to put it up on the shelf like that yeah Uh, all right we gotta take a quick break okay when we come back we're going to talk to a travel writer out of time yeah yeah he's so exciting. He literally shook off the shackles of... Shook off uh, the shackles? Wow, shook you're off a the, poet. Thank you. Shook Doesn't off the it. shackles of corporate America and just decided to travel the world. His website is vagabondinglife.com. His name is Greg Rogers. We'll have him on next. Don't go anywhere. It's Food News and Choose Radio. Goodbye.